0: Hey guys, welcome to another podcast of...
1: Till Kingdom Come.
0: I'm Ivana. And I'm Derek. This is the first time we do it backwards. How? We said Till Kingdom Come first. I like it. We'll keep it. So, Valentine's Day just happened. It was our first Valentine's Day together. Yay! It was so fun, guys. We did. Have a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It got really cold here. By the way, for those of you who only listen to the podcast... You might not know, but we're in California.
0: We've been in California. Tomorrow it'll be a month.
1: Tomorrow it'll be a month. Keep chugging on with us. We're trying to get this motorhome started. Keep praying and believing with us. Yes,
0: please pray for us.
1: But actually, it was a pretty cold day on Valentine's in California, and it caused us to really just cozy up, watch movies, cook. Not that we were going to do something extravagant, but we had plans to go out. But it was just so cold.
0: But it was really sweet and we got to connect. It kind of felt like our Christmas, like cozying up. And then today, because it's like two days later, we went on a picnic because it was beautiful and it was our day date. And so if you want to watch that, that'll be up on our vlog and you can check it out. Also see why we're still in California and what we've been doing while we're here. Yeah. But because it was Valentine's Day, we want to talk about a very important topic that I find comes up a lot in Christian culture. Yes. Can we do a drum roll? Singleness. (laughs) So I was single, meaning I wasn't married until I was 31. Derek?
1: I was single until I was 26, and then divorced at 29, and then single again till I was 32.
0: And then married at 33. To yours truly. And so we have a little bit of experience under our belt. And this is something that we actually deal with a lot. And a lot of people ask us, even on our podcasts and on YouTube, about singleness because they are faithfully waiting on the one, which I don't Mm. even think there's a one. I just think the Lord kind of appoints the person and the time and prepares you for it but I guess we'll get into that. So is there anything you want to talk to them about to exhort them before we start?
1: Oh, exhortation. Hopefully you guys take this as exhortation. There's a piece of scripture that helped me when I was single. And this is post-divorce. So for some of my divorcees, hopefully this also helps as well. In Genesis chapter 2, before eve is given over to adam there is a task that is done a co-laboring of such that god does with adam and that is that god and adam um, co-labor to name the animals on the earth so every animal that we see has had a name from the beginning of time and i'd ask you to pause for a second as you read the scripture and ask yourself i wonder how long that must have taken That could have taken five years, 10 years. It could have happened in a moment. But to the point of man working with God, there was time involved in it. And so my exhortation to many single people is, have you felt like you've been able to do the assignment that has been asked of you by God on your own and you didn't need help for it? Like you didn't need the helpmate to help you do that. And if not, then continue naming your animals Mm. until you approach an assignment that can no longer be done with you alone. Then you can rest knowing that there is an assignment that you and God are doing together and you should rejoice in that season. And so I have experienced that in my life. And I believe that that is something that all of us as believers should really look into is the assignment greater than my own life. Because if it is, it could be an invitation from God to invite your partner in and get your helpmate.
0: That's so good. I hadn't even thought about the time it would take God and Adam to be together in fellowship, naming the animals. I think because we read through it so fast, it's like it just happened. And then the next thing happened. But that's so good, babe. Your exhortation, baby. I think my exhortation is... It's the fact that the enemy will try to tempt you, telling you you're never going to get married because the promise hasn't been fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And so I know people, like I actually know people that never want to get married. They don't want to have kids. And those are people that have Paul's gift to run this race that way and the Lord will bring community alongside them in order to run but then there are people like me that from the very young age like my parents got a divorce at three and from that moment all I wanted was a family I wanted a husband and I wanted to be a mom and so waiting from the age of like three or whenever I had consciousness to know about this till 31 was actually really hard for me and the biggest lie was you're never going to get married. The Lord wants you to be single. But I had a desire that was God given in my heart for marriage. Now, praise God, the promise wasn't fulfilled at any other moment than with a person that the Lord brought to me. And honestly, hmm. it, I can't fathom the concept of the one because I'm like, Derek was married prior. Like she could have been the one but different things happened and if you don't know his testimony then there's a book out you can read it
1: um, hey. but
0: it's like that wasn't it and so then it was me but it could have been her there could have been a moment where it could have worked out or anybody else like what if i would have chosen someone else because there was free will but i think when i come to that point is the understanding that if the lord has given you that desire to get married then trust and believe that he will bring that person and then he'll give you the grace to be with that person. And then while you're in it, like in the singleness, um, I think my biggest exhortation is enjoy it
1: like seek
0: the Lord spend all your time with him travel go on mission trips do not put your life on hold waiting for your husband to come along because there are beautiful things like you were saying that the Lord wants to do with you and so my exhortation is don't put your life on pause but also just trust in the Lord and believe and enjoy Jesus as your husband because he's wooing you to prepare you for your mate
1: amen that's so good baby I think you said something that was really important too. It's like you had a lie that God wanted you to be single. God is not the author of confusion. So he wouldn't tell you to be single while you want a husband because that's confusion. And I want to reiterate that too because when you read the scripture, it's Paul's exhortation for all to be single like him because his journey, his life resembled one that could run such a long and hard race and his word says and i think it's first corinthians 15 9 that that he outworked all of the other apostles right sometimes those outworking others that's the luxury of being single yeah and this this life isn't about works this life isn't about trying to outwork others but that is the reality of a single life that you do get to do more than a couple that's married.
0: We get to go a little slower.
1: We get to to go far, just slower. Exactly. (laughs) So please understand that Paul's exhortation for the body was that they would be single like him. But if we need to be married because we desire a mate, please know that God doesn't confuse you by telling you, you need to be single while you desire a mate. He aligns with your desires because he's the one that put them there.
0: Yes. Just continue delighting yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart because they will become his desires, mm-hmm. not your own. Um, I think one of the things that I was thinking about was the understanding of of timing and even like dating. Like I went on a couple coffee dates. I dated other people, Derek didn't and they're i think they're both fine as long as you understand that when you're meeting people you're not giving yourself away as you would to your husband especially not physically but also spiritually and emotionally you can open up to get to know someone but don't go to coffee with the intent of like that's my husband and it's like i think there's a point in you being able to hear the lord and his voice when it comes to finding a mate like i remember sitting across the table from someone and being like, yeah, this isn't it because these are not the things that the Lord has put in my heart for my husband. And there was nothing wrong with that person, but it's just, it wasn't who Derek is, you know, and he was very okay waiting and not going on any dates or anything.
1: I think we talked about this in maybe our first podcast about just like our story because Ivana and I have each of the different pendulum swings when it comes to dating, like. I was so excited to co-labor with God that I completely kept myself away from options. I was good, I was happy, I was content. He knew that there was a desire in my heart to one day have a, have a marriage and have a family again. But my love sickness and my desire to partner with him and do things, it superseded conversations about women Like, I wasn't getting with a bunch of single guys and talking about who we're going to go after. Like, it just wasn't in my language. Guys' world is so different. (laughs) So we are the product of each side of the pendulum. And our relationship is thriving because each of us did something different in the waiting season.
0: And we were just following the Lord while we were doing it. We... We were kind of just doing what we were meant to do, like you were saying, and then we ran into each other.
1: Exactly. And for those of you who don't know our story, we you should definitely go back to our first podcast, which gives you met. the story or how we met. But I think the the beauty of this, um, this season of your life, being a single person in the Lord, is that you can encounter... God through so many different facets that you might not get an opportunity to do immediately when you're in a relationship. I got to travel the world in a short amount of time with really no time frame of coming back and because I had nothing coming, I had nothing waiting for me. But if I had a wife and kids, there has to be an end date to my travels.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things you mentioned, you said I had a desire for a family and honestly, that was God's desire. That is why he created family. That's why he created Adam and Eve. Like family is God's design. And so kingdom marriages, godly marriages that are going to move the kingdom forward are God's plan to take over the planet. Like for him to win back souls is, is for people to experience revival in their families, to see children that grow up in the presence. And so I want to encourage you if your heart really is that if you have a desire for family, for children, that you would trust and believe with the Lord. I think one of the things I'm reminded is that he can partner with both. That God, Uh Jesus, didn't have a spouse on earth, but he is also in heaven waiting for his bride. He's going to come back and get her. And so my encouragement to you is partner with him and get to know him in the waiting. Would you grow into the person that you need to be while you're in the season so that when the person comes along, you're ready? I think... So many things I went through or did or learned with the Lord, they really taught me and prepared me for this season. And so I think that's our encouragement to you guys as a newly married couple that went through a lot, but now we're here and the Lord was faithful. And now we get to celebrate and encourage others.
1: Yeah. You can thrive both in singleness and in union. And that's really, uh, it's just to piggyback off of everything that Yvonne is saying. It's just know that you were meant to thrive each way that neither one of these seasons are bad seasons they're yes. amazing and you can choose to partner with God for each of them to be utterly amazing in your life i think that is something that you have to tell yourself whether it's you know until you get sick of hearing it or if you decide that like today's the day I'm no longer going to wait feeling upset or I'm no longer going to be dating feeling upset that you are going to wait with joyful expectation.
0: Yes, the joyful expectation of good that you would have hope for the plans that the Lord has for you. And so we love you guys and we'll see you next time on the Till Kingdom Come podcast.
1: Later, guys.